Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a device that will cook for you, a video game goes live and interactive, and find out how to get your freak reflex on. So sit back and relax. It's time to KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find your cool crowdfunding projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who is brave and ventured out and used a sewing machine, which I am like, I'm like, dude, that is pretty badass. The one and only Drew Tyler. <laughs> so I've been signing your whole intro. You missed it. It was awesome. <laughs> I, made up every time. I did. I pulled out my sewing machine and screwed up royally. I was trying to make <laughs> a shirt and I figured I'd do like the burlap sack style where I just cut out a shirt shape and I'd do it on two pieces of fabric and stitch the edges together and boom, pop the doll inside no no didn't, didn't, didn't work. work didn't work it was way too small the first time and then kind of too small the second time <laughs> even though i like 100 percented it and so i ended up slicing the front of the shirt and making it a jacket so at least the arms <laughs> could get in dude it was i don't know what i was thinking my mom is a seamstress like she's amazing and i thought i've watched her enough times <laughs> I, I ha- sewing is not that way. I, I have to say, I was impressed when I saw you. I'm like, dang, yeah. he's got a <laughs> brave. He's brave. Yeah, I learned the f- I had follies in my ways. That was that was not a wise choice. I, I made I made it through, but I don't know what I was thinking. I, I don't know. There there's a market for doll clothes, and I didn't know about that because, well, only it's child, true. and I collected. <laughs> action figures and stuff that blows up there is they have these american girl dolls that the dolls themselves like 50 60 bucks or maybe hundreds and then the clothes like you could buy a shirt for your american girl doll and it will cost you more than a shirt that you would buy like at a mall shop like the shirt that's this big for a doll costs like three times as much like build a bear on crack yes yes that's exactly (laughs) what it is and they have like Different dolls with different names, and they all have the little outfits. And we walked into the store in the mall. That was an accident. Like, everywhere they went, they're like, my girl needs reading glasses. And they're set up in a display just like you see at the end of, like, Walgreens mm-hmm. or something. I was like, no, oh. your girl doesn't need $10 reading glasses. I will make them out of cardboard. Uh, oh. You're right. It's a racket. That's, that's, I, I mean, I, I was surprised because I, I saw that that replaced the old Hot Topic location that I would go to. My Funkos is now an American Girl store. All right, Drew. Now that uh, Skype has decided to have its uh, weekly okay. tantrum, and we've discovered your um, ex- escapades in the world of seamstress seamstressing, thing. seamstressing. I, I don't even know the word. English is hard. I blew it. <laughs> On there. Uh, let's go into some news before we go into our projects. Um, so something has blown up uh, recently in the social media worlds in the past couple of days about a game called Ant Simulator. So did hmm. did you ever play Sim Ant back in the day? I never played Sim Ant, no. So the idea is you're pretty much a ant and it's simulating the life of an ant on there. So this game like was... Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids style? Like you get to run around the backyard? Yeah, yeah. But... You, like you tiny, the grass is like ginormous and like yeah, like the screens idea. and stuff. Um, so what happened was this was actually made as one of those like 48-hour games at the, I forgot, it's the Ludum Dare kind of... Co- Kind of competition that you, uh-huh. you hear about. Um, so he ma- they they made it, and then it had a lot of interest um, in 2013 or 2014 on there. So they decided to make a company, um, the creator, with uh, two of his friends that he's been friends for for about 11 years now. 
And what they did was they didn't necessarily crowd. So this is where I think people get confused. They did not crowdfund the game per se. They set it for pre-orders and it was actually released as a Steam demo. Okay. On there. But what they did crowdfund was they raised $5,000 to create a um, video tutorial series called the Ultimate Game Dev Tutorials. And it shows you, uh, and it kind of documented their process in making this game. Like it shows you how to use Audacity, GIMP, um, uh, Unity 3D, and uh, some kind of um, AI system that I'm not familiar with because I don't program. Uh, <laughs> on there so he was he was making and in, during the process he was actually making this ant simulator game so what happened was um in the past couple of days he released a video on the youtube channel saying that he has quit the company and ant simulator has been canceled because he was the only programmer on there because his co-founders had spent most of the money on booze and even strippers oh Oh, oh! So and, he like is, is that called a whistleblower? I guess. I mean, he's kind of part of the team, but yeah, he's, on there. And he's oh. and he was like, I need to distance myself from these guys because it's not working. Not ethical, well. not a good yeah. idea, right? Um, on there. So the so the program now it's going to be canceled, and he's actually has to legally um, delete all the videos on his YouTube channel that that he made during the Kickstarter because it belongs to the the company that they put together called E. Um, et ski llc on hmm. there and um he, he like he put a video on there and it's the thing is he's he put down it's not a problem of being out of money um he said they secretly spent the overwhelming majority of both our kickstarter money and the ant simulator investment money on liquor and even strippers so not only he got uh, one of his friends actually invested some money for them to make this game on there, and they actually sold a couple pre-orders, as I remember. He said there was like seven people who did that. Hmm. On there, and um, he 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 said that he's kind of hurt because his friends, these are friends. They they wrote the contract, the LLC contract, as he read through it, that they were actually listed as um, contractors, so they weren't even legally responsible to do any work, but they had access to all the money. Um, wow. On there, so, um, so. That's uh, you know kind of stories, and they actually had an update to it um, that the the other two guys said, um, w- which sounds fishy to me. Their their sayings were uh, exactly it, that the claims are false. Um, we did not. And we then, do not but, like strippers but, and booze. But they they roll like this. I don't know why he's painting that picture, but the reality is that anything that was spent in a bar or restaurant was very reasonable in nature when you look at any business, including video game companies. It was part of our operating budget. It's not anything that was excessive. It was all reported to the IRS. The picture he's painting, that's about 100% BS. How interesting. Uh, but doesn't that even sound sketchy when he says that Anything that was spent in a bar or a restaurant was very reasonable. Right. Like that's not how you that's write not things business off. Yeah, that's um, not unless awesome. you were traveling, that kind of counts. And then if you're trying to entertain, like right, uh, entertaining uh, clients and clients, or, yeah, or, or or publishers, or yeah. Wow. So yeah, he's Sounds like a little, almost like high school drama playing out. Yeah. Um. And like, and similar had some hype to it too because people were kind of excited to play this game since there hasn't kind of been a game like this for a while. 
But unfortunately, it's probably never going to be seen in the light of day. And they, he also claimed that they, they threatened him. If he released Ant Simulator outside of the company, um, they would sue him. So yeah. we're never going to see this game now. We'll never get it. Um, so the truth, so what co- this comes down to, and uh, forewarning to many project creators and stuff, is to, you know, if you're going to do this with a team, and you should run a crowdfunding project with a team, yeah, is you, you trust your fa- founders, read all your legal documents <laughs> is one of those things. And yeah, just don't be a dick. I think that's it. Don't be creepy and don't be a dicky. That's so true. Yeah. But you got to, you got to imagine working with people is tough. That's why in college I make people work in groups <laughs> because eventually they're going to get screwed in the real, real world with no repercussions. At least I give them a chance to like screw their grade over for their friends. So this, <laughs> this, this is real life stuff. I cannot believe these people. Yeah, and you know, so tr- trust the people you work with, and you know, and hopefully Drew will never find out that that autograph I had him give me when we started this really gave me power of attorney. <laughs> that you have like my full like. Should I ever pass away? KT will just pop in and be like, "Hey, I got this." I got. When this. did you become the? <laughs> uh, you know what he started on the Kickcast? I had him. Yes. Aut- I had him autograph his Beta Loft sign, and there just happened to be a power of attorney bill right under it. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> on there, so I mean, I, I mean, I think all of us have had experiences like that, and if you haven't, just be a little wary. Okay, it'll happen. All right, so on to our other piece of news. This is a little more Kickstarter-centric, but one of the big things on Kickstarter is people always want to get featured in the um, projects. Yeah, or what did they the call chosen, it? The, they were... uh, yeah, projects we love or the staff picks. Staff picks is what they used so, to be, right? Uh, yeah, and then what would happen is if you picked in a staff pick, sure, they get featured in an email and that was it. There was no, like, no badges or anything, and people would actually make custom badges. To put make on the their own badges. Yes, that's what I remember. Yeah. So what Kickstarter now has done is actually made their own badge that shows up on top as you're browsing through the projects. So you don't have to go change your title page or anything. It automatically does it. And when you highlight it, you'll see this little blue heart or this little circle with a white Uh heart in it. And then if you hover over it, it says projects we love. So those are the ones you know that Kickstarter staff have selected and are, you know, their, their favorite picks on there. And there's actually even a section that you can click and it will filter it out by projects you love, and just, love. just all of them, right there. I mean, which this. which probably means you won't be finding any of our sacks of the week <laughs> in the projects we love because they were probably somewhat vetted. Yeah, <laughs> good pieces. Ooh, uh, I'm like looking. I'm like, ooh, air bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. It's a fantastic That's... idea. Is that the floating plant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like fa- house floating things. I mean, did you did you see our interview with the guy who did the Mars? By Crazy Baby, it's a floating speaker. Oh no, I like, didn't see like, that one. Yeah, it it's a speaker, but it floats. So when you turn it on, it kind of it spins up and it just floats, and you can actually put your hand through it and just. It's, there. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm all about floating stuff. I could totally. I'm all. I'm down. Yep. So that is that's another way. And if you look back into our previous episodes, we've had tips on how to get staff picks, and it could be as simple as asking. Um, yeah. Um, on there and then another side note is kickstarter now has an android app thank god has, it's been a long time wow um, yeah because ios has had one for quite some time yes on there and as an equal opportunity podcast drew uses ios stuff i do and i, I use android stuff so we keep it balanced yes on there I, two I, sides of one coin my friends actually in this world it doesn't really matter they're in parody uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but sure whatever now you can actually um 
natively go through and kind of see stuff, which is always pretty good um, on there. So check it out. It's free. Okay. So before we go into our main projects, we introduced a new section uh, called, uh, well, I just named it Kick Shouts, which are just Kick shouts. Twi- Twitter length shout outs to projects on there. Um, and the- Yeah, I can, I can get behind Kick Shouts. I will second the name of yeah. that. Kick Shouts. So if you ever want a project for us to mention, you know, it might not be a featured project, but we might give it a Kick Shout. Just send us a description of the project in 120 characters or less, and we'll, we'll read it shout in this it. section. Like this. Yeah. Check out the Blewit. It's because men need pleasure and performance. Is that was that short enough? I think that fits in a tweet, right? That was just tweetable. The <laughs> the Blewit. If you don't know what it is, it's okay because Drew didn't know either. Yeah. If you guys weren't here for the pre-show, you hashtag innocent innocent man. No idea. <laughs> and and another one I wanted to mention. Uh, it's probably a little longer than a tweet. This is actually not an active project, but you can get it. It is called the Contender. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, except it's all politically based and not that dirty. So Drew can actually play without. Yeah, I can play Contender. Yes, on there. So they actually sent this um, to me, and I was going to oh. open oh. it up on air. Well, so I've on the show, this is like a combination of a kick shout and a kick cast rewind. Yeah, because I remember we talked about the contender. Uh, we, we we interviewed one of the guys, up, Justin from Nertag. That snowed something. Yes. Yeah. yes. So this is actually a uh-huh. the the print that I got for backing their Uber High End edition right here, and it is drawn by local Utah artist Scott Johnson. Cool. so it says the contender if not then if if not him then who if not now then when and it's a little political campaign so that's yeah if any of you guys are in the states we just barely had a caucus in iowa and yeah we did and i'm not even sure how it ended other than somebody won somebody lost and the person that won will probably not go on to win anymore i mean this is the way caucuses work so this is the contender maybe i should bring this up and we should play this Oh, see? <laughs> Political games. I know card games. Fantastic. That is the contender. And now, let's go into our actual projects of the night. Um, so, Drew, you probably don't have this problem. You cook, and you have an amazing best friend who is like a chef extraordinaire. Yes, um, I am surrounded by good cooks. But in my world, the world of bachelor of eatingness. Uh, me in the kitchen is dangerous, says the guy who has a food <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a snack snack podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, having me cook is probably not the greatest idea. So our first project tonight is called The One Cook, and it is actually a ro- – they call it a robotic private ch- chef to free your cooking time. And so – what it is it is a little table or desktop system that you can leave on your counter. It, um, it's not tiny, but it's you know not ginormous at the same time. But you load like, the ingredients like up twice the size of like a rice cooker or yeah, something. Yeah, like two rice cookers um, put together yeah. on there. So you put the ingredients in, and then it takes care of the rest. There's a phone app that you put in the recipe that you want. And this thing will do everything that you do when you cook. It steams, it boils, it braises, it fries, it stir fries, and it does even more than that. It even has an area, if you're using meats, that's a refrigerator area. So it keeps your meats nice and cold. And so you don't get E. coli poisoning when you run this. Right. right wow. Um, and then on top of that, if you, if you know, that, you know, cooking is one thing. Buying things at the store, like you tell me how to pick a. No- 
to get you a good orange? I have no idea how to pick a good <laughs> orange. They have a subscription service that they'll mail you the ingredients that you can just load right into the one cook. Prepackaged and ready to go. Yeah, and and though and they're they designed it with re- their pre-built recipes, but you can put in your own recipes and you can also use your own ingredients on top of that. You just have to do the chopping, the mincing, the dicing, the slicing kind of things on there. But I, I love this idea just because it has like multiple levels. It stirs, it heats, it just adds the ingredients in at the right time. <laughs> on there, you just hook it up to your Wi-Fi and, and then everything else is done in the phone. On there, I I just I just, it's just think it's great, and here's wow. pictures of stuff. I don't know if it's the stuff that it really makes, but well, <laughs> probably is. Um, and the food packages are kind of like little square things, almost like Keurig cups that you can put in. And it just dispenses yeah. the right amount of stuff on there. Um, and it has an AI system too, so if you put in a new recipe, it will save it, and if you want to use it later, you can just kind of click on it and it will do all the cooking and stuff on there. I don't know. What do you think about this, Drew? <laughs> I'm still trying to take it all in. I'm trying to... F- okay. Three to four, one... Ser- like, they had, like you said, there's a meal plan on top of this. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, this is hard. Do you know why? Because I, I want to love it. I want to love the geekery of it. I want to love this idea that I could just throw things in and it does it all for me. But at the same time, having done quite a bit of cooking and been around people that do a lot of cooking, there's... There's a joy, I think, in cooking that I th- that you wouldn't get. Like this is set it, forget it, and I feel like I would really miss out on like the the active part of the cooking. And I think that when you cook some things, you want to be able to see like it's not it's not so scientific that you can base everything off of numbers and what? And so I, I think you you have to be able to see things and look at it and go, hey, my onions are ready. They're translucent enough that I can add in the next couple of ingredients. I don't know. There's something about this that. Feels like it would take the pleasure away, uh, but I love the idea, and I think it's really, it's really kind of uh, like next world robotic. Like I could see you totally, like from you know from afar, being like, "Hey, I want to eat tonight at five thirty. Put it in your phone, and then when you walk in the door, it's all done. Pull it out." Boop. So I, I, th- I'm, I think I'm eager. I really like the idea. There's one thing that really got me on this. I don't know if you noticed this or not. I maybe you did. It's hard to miss. They had a very American guy. Reading, you know, <laughs> doing the narration for the one cook for the video, but the English, you know, the translation or whatever was not not very like English. Bunch of Asian dudes, man. Right. So the subtitles. <laughs> this is the first one. Life is not easy. We have a lot of uh, a lot of handle things. Cooking could be one of the challenges. Everyone wants to eat delicious, healthy, and cheap. Like this is good. And then there was one. This is oh, this is their because team. Because of much oil fume, complex cooking skills. Like because of much oil fume, these these, these are the team. They're all Asian, man. Uh, but the guy that's <laughs> reading it is so American that he should have been like, "Much oil fume, guys. Much oil fume isn't really the way that we should say that." Uh, he, probably he, try. He's probably like, "You're paying me to do this. Yeah, I'll, I'll read whatever. I will say whatever you want." You've <laughs> written here, and there's a couple of those places where I was just like why listen buddy you could have you could have tweaked this just a little bit but no uh i love the idea and if you look down towards the bottom of the of the project you should go look he has a prototype that he yeah, actually he has, is in his hotel well, room which, at ces well, Tri- yeah which kills kills me that i didn't see him at ces no. that would have been so cool he has oh. this prototype that he's building and putting together it just looks so cool to see him like putting things in oh. they got near filled communicators on him and that, yeah it has like uh, sensors and stuff into it it's just so cool. i did love that i, love I did love, love that the, the geek in me loves this 
on there. And like you can see, like this prototype's a little bit bigger. But he, but it's but it's there. Like he's got it figured out, and, and, and you know, some of it's taped together. It's functional. Uh, I, so, I love I love that. I, love, I do love that. I mean, you just you can order it straight from. The only drawback right now, though, is I read through their FAQ. They have mostly Eastern U.S. distributors, so mm. out, out so here in the West, we get nothing right now. Oh, oh dear. I was also trying to figure out because uh, they're they're obviously selling the product, the one cook device, and like you mentioned, the meal plan. Uh, but it, it was weird. Like you can get the device for ninety nine dollars if you sign up for a, like I guess it's subsidized. Like you yeah, buy it, yeah, well, you subsidize it, and you can get the device for ninety nine bucks. But then you're committed to, and it's only like ninety nine bucks worth of yeah. The meal plan's ninety nine bucks, which is like for a year, right? I spend that like in two months on groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, that's, a, that's like a half a week for me. Well, you uh, got a full family. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I, I could spend that much if I went to Costco and went crazy. That's, that's what I did. I think it's I think it's a fantastic idea. I definitely will track this and follow it. I I like to cook too much to let somebody take over for me. Yeah, I, I like the back because I like their idea where you can just set it and then you go hang out with your friends. We could play the contender while your food is cooking. While your food is cooking uh, and stirring. You don't have to watch anything. Yeah, because yeah, like I said... um. The bachelor's. When best. I am uh, in the kitchen, danger things happen that I don't think are supposed to happen. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a yeah. Me cooking unsupervised is probably not the greatest idea. <laughs> All right, so for our next project, um, we're crossing the podcast streams. We are. We, we, we are. We were taking Kickstarter, which is something you're passionate about, and we're taking video games, which it's is another thing you're passionate, and <laughs> smashing it together for this next project. So the the those of you that, that know all that I do, I love video games. I host a little big cast every week. I love Kickstarter and the crowdfunding. And so when I found this project, I just had to put it in here. There is a project that has 15 days left on it currently that is called Journey Live. So it's the game Journey, which is uh, a, PS, a PS PlayStation game where you basically get to go on a journey. I don't know how else to explain it. You are this non-gender specific guy with a girl thing with a with a cape that you can fly. It's very what's the word I'm looking for? Like it as an experience, it's very much an experience. You enjoy the journey more so than getting anywhere like most games. Like it's not a, a destination based thing. It's it's an exploration. And the key thing about this game is that you are usually joined by other um travelers at the same time that you're in the game. And they're just anonymous other players. So it's kind of like a, a they pick two people and put them together. And you can talk to each other with only like ping. Like only like yeah. little chirps. <laughs> if you ever want to see one of the greatest reactions. Um, and I think you put it in your in your year end episode. I, it is. It's, it is ch- in our ADF. Yep. Yeah. Go check out Little Big Cast's year end review one. And you just see. You can hear Drew's reaction when he found out that's another person and not just AI. <laughs> Because I've been playing it for a week or two, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, that's another like actual human. That's not an AI. And I was like, what? Anyway, yeah, that blew me away. <laughs> so here's <laughs> back to the Kickstarter part. Journey Live, they have got together uh, a crew, the Fifth House Ensemble, to play the soundtrack to the game while people play it. So it's like an orchestra 
uh, you know, a symphony. It's, 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 you will be able to sit in the audience and listen to them recreate the game music while somebody on stage is playing the game. I just and realized something. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I think that this will be a very exciting way to experience the game because something beautiful about Journey is that it is just, it's just beautiful. It's just really calming and, and excellent. And you don't really need to to play it, to enjoy it. And so to have an audience full of people who can sit back and listen to a live soundtrack being played to whatever that character is doing, you know, wherever he's going, the music changes based on the game, but it's happening live. That to me, I just, I'm excited to see that happen. And I wish it would happen nearer to me, but this project is basically raising funds to make this almost like a performance piece, travel to a couple of different places. Currently it's set up to play in Maryland uh, Chicago, Illinois, Boca Raton, and Springfield, Illinois. Excuse me. And that's going to happen between February and April. They they hit their they hit their goal already. In fact, I believe they've uh, done well over the goal. Does it show me percentage somewhere? They wanted five thousand dollars just to take this out on the road and and make it happen once. And they've raised thirty three thousand dollars, and so they're going to be able to do this at multiple places. So the the. I don't, I don't know how to say it any more than that. It's so exciting that they're getting this ensemble together to play live during, during gameplay. And as, of course, with the tiers, the choices that you have for tiers is you can actually back the uh, $250 and be the person that plays with the, plays the game while they are on stage. So you get to be on stage playing the game, and that's only like 250 bucks to play the game in front of everybody and have an entire ensemble playing music for you while you are playing the character. Oh, that would be they, so cool. Isn't that amazing? They got Sony to do a version of the game that has no no sound whatsoever, just sound effects. So you'll still hear the sound effects, the wind and the, the you know, creaking metals, but you don't have to... Um, yeah, you, they're, they're going to play all the yeah. music. And then they... This, to me, is astounding as well. The ensemble is going to be following along with their own screens, and they're going to stay together using a cue function in the music thanks to iPad and an app called Fourscore. Oh, so- yeah, Fourscore, is, it, it is a pretty cool, neat thing on there. Like, um, it, like th- it can change in real time? Is that yeah, kind of- you, you can change in real time, and it's also, if you're on the same Wi-Fi network, as I believe, that you everybody else is on the same page, too. So, like... In normal music, you just have a sheet of paper, right? Like, right sure, this yeah. will this will automatically kind of switch and change for you. And it is actually some pretty cool technology going on there. So that's what they're using for this, and I, I would love to just see that happen. So, yeah. so I'm the re- stoked on this. Yeah, the reason why I disappeared because one thing about Journey is the soundtrack. It actually got Grammy nominated on there. Right, and, it's very good soundtrack. And then so. I, I I actually <laughs> I actually own the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> It's beautiful. The vinyl itself is really pretty too. Oh yeah, and like you you see the art and everything in here. It is great on there. And let me let me pull up the actual vinyls too. These things are beautiful right here. I used to call them records when I was a kid. Yeah, that makes you sound old though. Records. Put a put a little P. Look at that. Oh my god. So you you have your little character guy, Dealy dude, right here. And that's his cape I was talking about. That's circles around the. On the other side, this is this is a hint. If you collect all the things in the game, you get the white cape. And he has a white cape on this side. Um, so cool. So, so yeah, this is like one of the. I mean, I, I, I'm. I, everybody probably knows that I, music plays a huge part in my life. So I love music on there. But Journey soundtrack is one of those great ones that you just can't go wrong with on there. And I forgot what's on this other one. Uh, yeah, this. Yeah, this one has the. Uh, 
kind of more of the desert scene on Ooh. there and the, the the green lush world on there too on there but yeah i i mean i, I wish they would come to salt lake because i know i, I think yeah. both you and i would probably be there <laughs> Yeah, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that with the now that they're in stretch goal zone, they were looking at where backers are, where backers live, and the places that have the most backers will be the you know, top of the list to be the next cities for for this tour of games. But I, it's just really really cool. They're giving away a lot of cool opportunities to hang out with the um, Austin Winery, the the guy that wrote, wrote a it. lot of that, wrote it all, and then uh, one of one of the tiers, I believe, you actually get to go hang out with him. For his the next game that he is scoring, uh, Abzu, I believe is what that ABZU is that right? Abzu, yeah, that would be so cool. Anyway, that's that's my project that I was geeking out on. So I did just cross the streams, but that's a do- a total back for me being able to hear Journey live, not Journey like the streetlights, but Journey the game played live soundtrack while the game's being played. Ooh, so. And oh man, I I, th- I kind of want to do this. I know, right? Uh, I want to back this, and I forgot to get his full discography, which is great. Um, yeah, those are the levels, so you on there and you can the get signed sheet music. That's kind of cool. Music nerds would sign sheet music like one of those ultimate things. And I would, I would fly to Boca Raton just to go watch the show. Oh, that's that's cool. Maybe we should make it happen. Road trip. <laughs> Anyway, this is awesome. I love I love this project. I love to see this kind of interaction. All right, so um, our last project tonight's kind of, yeah, I, I guess it rounds out everything. So we've had our nutritional element. Yes. We've had our video games, gamers, video video games, and music slash you know spiritual emotional yes, yes. release or fulfillment on there. So now we will go into the physical realm um, on there. So. Drew, I know you're you're training for a full marathon now. Half, 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 half. <laughs> I'm not training yet, but I should be. <laughs> okay, so, and one of the things with running is you know getting your right cadence. You know, actually stepping properly. Correct. Yes. Yes. In uh, fact, I've learned a lot about which, like, how to put your feet down and which to hit first. You know, heel strike versus toe. Yeah, I've learned a lot. And you have you heard the word dorsiflex before? I don't know that I have. I'm oh, not, not okay, that. Okay. Uh, so. Well, okay, so this is taking me back into my college days, <laughs> into kind of more kinesiology, so the, the science of move, your the body's movements and stuff. So a dorsiflex is essentially the motion that you use when you are um, moving your toes towards your ankle. So you're, it's kind of your heel step, right? You want to go okay, right. heel to toe, heel to toe mm-hmm. when, when you're running on there. So well, the problem is that when you kind of jump and rerun stuff, you tend not to do that, and the reason why you want to do heel to toe, heel to toe, is that way your cent- your your center of mass is aligned with your feet on there. So, what the what our last project is, it's called the uh, freak reflex, and it actually helps you get into that dorsiflex motion because it um, it's kind of hard to train yourself without a little bit of aid on there. And what it is is there's a um, resistance band that you hook to the shoe, and then the rest hooks to your calf. Oh. On there, so when you're actually walking or running, it forces it kind of forces the front of your foot to kind of flex it, back, and right, that, it pulls that, it back and, up. Yeah, and that's kind of the motion you want to get, right? And these resistant bands they come with different resistance resistances on there, so you can actually put on a stronger resistance or a lower resistance and kind of train yourself up to there. Um, and it allows you kind of get that to get that motion. They have a good example of this when you jump, so 
when you're running right here, what happens is usually people kind of do your toe first instead of your heel first when you when you're running, uh-huh. and that that first slows you down because it's it's almost like all all your force is going towards the front of your foot and your center of mass is off. And when you do the dorsiflex on there, and it also causes strains on your shins and hamstrings. If any of my uh, PT friends hear this and say you're entirely wrong, KT, let me know because it's, <laughs> it's been a long time. Hey, I'm following I've, you, man. It since, sounds right to me. Since, since I've, I've learned this. But with the dorsiflex, if you're landing like that, you're landing on your center of motion, so your, your mass is kind of more distributed and it's less strain on your muscles too. On there, so the res- you have different resistance bands that you can clip on and kind of train yourself. Because what happens is that even for the kind of the rest of the day, if you've trained yourself well, you can take it off and your foot will still do it, but it's not a permanent thing. So you kind of have to retrain yourself to do this. And it, and what happens is once you get the motion correctly, you're actually running a little bit faster too because you don't have that l- little bit of intermediate stop if you right, do when it you toe your first. Foot, yeah, this one you kind of keep going and your cadence is still going on. Um, on there so does this sound like something you would want to try drew to kind of help I'd try this for sure just to see if i could maybe improve my my posture my running style like i'm not i'm not a speed guy i'm just trying to survive but <laughs> but this could help right on there yeah um and let's see i'm trying to you're gonna see me i'm gonna strap bungee bungee cords to my calves and my tops of my shoes like i'll make my own i'll be like i think this is what i'm supposed to do <laughs> i'll try to figure this out yeah so it's about a hundred bucks which to some people, sounds like it's a mut a lot. Keep in mind, you're getting the shoes on the 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 track shoes with them. <laughs> so, oh wow, they're actually so, put like so, this is a yeah. You get the shoe too. I th- I actually thought it was like an attachment that you put onto your shoe, but no, you get the full shoe too. That's why it's mm-hmm. a little bit more pricey because I mean that's about the price of an athletic shoe. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, my running shoes cost me eighty bucks, and I was like, I've never spent that much money on a shoe. I but they make a big difference. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you get the bands and you get the shoes with the special like built-in. Yeah, with the built-in clips on there. So because I mean, obviously you're putting strain on it. You don't want to just clip it to something and like you're running. Yeah, right. <laughs> the clip right. just flies off. Um, on there, but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of a, a nice way to kind of help train your body because I, I've I've seen other ways of people doing it, and it's kind of hard to get that flexing motion. I mean. If if you're not in the car right now and you can actually try to try to like curl your toes and stuff into that motion, it's a little hard if you're not used to it. Yeah, um, and this is like pulling them up for you. Yeah, on there and it kind of trains. It's it's almost like how those people who have weights on their ankles and stuff. It's similar to that, where when you don't have the weights on, you're still kind of running in that motion because you expect it, but you don't have it. So, um, I, I really like it. They're only looking for two thousand dollars, which honestly I think is. Um, really really yeah um did they launch just yesterday like they're yeah they just barely launched um on there and they're in the uk um so that's amazing like i think i i think i have no problem getting there i i'm really astounded at the uh hmm, yeah the idea i was like what you could do this yeah I, i love this idea um but i me and outside really (laughs) <laughs> physical you activity, can love the idea really? from far right yeah cooking is hard running is hard <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure what you're good for uh, how am i surviving in this world man i don't understand i just, I just oh so i just looked at this you can you can actually get it to clip to your favorite pairs of shoes now too because they have the little clippy things on there and most of the bundles actually uh, they look that. like they look like satchel uh, like satchels or something you yeah. put your toes in the front end 
strap it around the back of your heel so it, it mm -hmm. it's still attached to but your you can you can also just get the shoes too on there oh. if you if you want that but if you have a favorite pair of running shoes i mean that would make uh, sense on there so but like I, lo I love this this is i mean this seems like a good idea um if i was still playing basketball i'd be tempted to get a pair too because you know i don't long distance run but you run a lot in basketball <laughs> so yes. all right so finally um it is to our sack of the week and um i love this one and I'd, I'd have to say drew did far more research into the sack of the week than <laughs> I, I did um, i delved um it is called object dot charlie designer studios dot nyc um and that's that's the name yeah that's, that's the, the name. name and that's pretty much all i know about it um what drew me to pick this as a sack of the week is the amazing amazing video they put together which for your audio videos you're just gonna hear some music um and we'll describe it so yeah i'll give you a walkthrough they're, for sure. they're in a car he shot this port portrait, by the way, which annoys me. And they're just driving through New York. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the video. That's it. Eventually, he does show up at his office. But yeah, that's, that's pretty pretty much it. Uh, this is a 40-second video. And so he's walking down the hall now. Um, there's some weird artifacting, too, that's on his phone. <laughs> And he looks at the lamp, turns on the lamp, and that's the that's video. It. He walks up and turns on the lamp, and it's like POV style too. It's like you see half a hand turn on the lamp, and it's like the end. So, there, so, so funny. I I don't know what they do. Um, Drew, in your your in your extensive research, what you, here's what, what I've come up with. Um, somewhere in here, they've they say that they've got Charlie. He's a designer and architect who lives and works in New York City, but he spent a lot of time in Paris. In fact. Seven years in Paris, he was a lecturer and a professor of a university. So you know he's legit because I myself am a professor at a university, right? I mean, it's real. But here's what's happened with this project. There's lots of like little uh, paragraphs of how great he is. He does this with his computational design and architecture and volumetric and surfaceic and parametric. And they're dropping all these big words, but yet nothing has really cohesively come together in this project. And my favorite part is that it has – what we need and what you get section with three bullet points. And the first one says, this is where you find out what it's really about. We need $50,000 to buy our big rep 3D printer and a CNC machine to develop new 2016 collections. And then the third bullet point of that same set, acquire innovative and big 3D printers and CNC machine. <laughs> like it's the exact same thing in two bullet points. Oh, man. They, left, they even left in the part of where it says, what are the risks and challenges? They left in the people value your transparency. Be open and stand out. Like the stuff that Kickstarter puts in for you. So it took us a while to figure out what exactly that they were kickstarting here or Indiegogoing. Um, but I think we decided that they're trying to get a 3D printer for their make space. Does that sound about right? Yep. That and they're trying to build something that I think is for huffing drugs, but I could be wrong. That's true, because they're, they do talk about <laughs> olfactive stuff, the olfactive. And the first time I read that, I was like, what? You mean like olfactory, like the stuff that you smell, like the fact, you know, smelling 3D printer smeller? And sure enough, they say, we've already a real design olfactive object tested and printed. We need to go to production that smells good. I, what if this is just like some horrible, like, SEO uh, 
like attempt they're doing research and they're just trying to see what actually gets picked up by the random words that they've thrown in here that are ex- extra I don't know. and they only have one perk to- <laughs> yeah it's one perk for 15 dollars. you can back their 3d printed uh, you'll get a, a olfactive key holder so some sort of smelly smelly key holder it's a, i can't decide if they didn't think hard enough about it or if whoever like is putting this together is thinks way too hard like there's like way too much big word stuff in here that's yeah, like, i don't even get the tags object furniture furniture manufacturer 3d printing cnc how do you cnc a couch <laughs> i'm gonna make myself furniture by taking a six foot block of wood and just carving out the pieces i need yeah this is hilarious like this is just a fun one to try and decipher i almost feel like there's there's a mystery in here to figure out <laughs> What it all has to do. There's a whole gallery of images that actually show. I didn't even see this. Well, did you see the gallery put that up? You can see that there is a key holder, but somewhere in there is olfactive. Is it it a candle holder? I don't know. Maybe that's the key holder (laughs) we're talking about. Maybe maybe this is a candle holder, and that's the olfactive. You put put it in. And and they need a $50,000 CNC printer for this? Yes. Yes. That's that's and that one is like made by a really bad rep rapper. Like this is not a good 3D print. I don't know. I it's a good sack of the week, but I'm just wondering. Like maybe there's a mystery in here somewhere. Somebody actually is like trolling us because who, who uses this kind of doorknob? I I just so smart. That's art, dude. That's straight up art. He's a designer. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not cultured enough to understand these things. I guess there's a. Apparently, he's done some stuff with Estee Lauder. This, 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 this looks like I could sketch this. <laughs> is that a knife block or a factory it's, building? It's a, it's oh, a, it's a it's slice of cheese. Cheese with, the, with, with cheese with a knife sticking out of it. Uh, you guys, I, this is why this is this, the sack is because it's just so smart. I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I hope just, they reach their goal. Yeah, I, I, and is Empire State of Mind, is this the, uh, the um, Alicia Keys song? I guess so. They had to cut it somewhere. Yeah, this is. <laughs> oh, brother. Where did you find that? It's it's in their in their video gallery. Oh wow. Yeah. They just they just linked uh, a not, song about New York. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not quite sure he has the rights to that song. <laughs> <laughs> just sharing it. Just want you guys to know that this is New York. Yeah. Anyway, we had a lot of sacks of the week, but that that one took the cake because it was like a very complex. But yet, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what it, was going on? Yeah. And the other one, like the guy, it's he he he's trying to reinvent Uber. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that one too. The guy, the name of it was order a taxi limo by an app in NYC. It's like. Hold on. <laughs> That's a great idea. But that happens already all the time. Yep. So, and that, sadly, is That's the it. show. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for projects or anything you want us to mention in the sack of the week or in our regular projects or for a shout-out, let us know. Send us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast or on tweeters at KitCast for the show or at Night20 for Drew. Maybe you'll find out the secrets behind the name, user, username no Night20. No one knows. No one knows. I actually know. Um, oh. Oh, <laughs> Two people know. Um, at KT Data for myself on there. Um, and of course, Google, yeah, maybe one day I'll go back to Google. Um, <laughs> we also love it when you guys watch live. 
Yeah, shout out to some guy in D-Max Laser Norm. I'll hit the chats today. Yep, and our next episode is going to be February 16th, 2015, um, right after Valentine's Day. I should probably get something figured out for that. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) there's a Marvel Universe live show going on in downtown. You should come. That's what I'm doing, I think. That's what I'm doing on Valentine's (laughs) Day. That's not going to work for me. I need something else. On there, um, and of course, if you missed any of these projects, you want to see them, just head on over to kickcast.net. It has our show notes and our old episodes so if you want to you know, do that. And we also encourage you to subscribe in whatever way you form is it if YouTube, Podcatchers, iTunes, whatever. Um, and if you if there's a way that you want to get the show that you can't get the show yet, let me know and I will do my best to deliver that to you. On there, Drew, you got anything else to plug before we go? Don't blow this for us, Gene. I, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. If you guys have suggestions for Valentine's Day activities or plans, yeah, at night twenty, <laughs> yep. at night know. twenty, I'd love to hear your ideas of how to how to do something in two weeks to impress my wife. Thanks. On there, and she is one lucky lady. She sure is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you in two weeks, and hopefully, we'll see you through in two weeks too. Yeah, right. Good night, all. Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a device that will cook for you, a video going... I mean no English. Hey, you could write a video. Oil, oil, go air, make bad, bad. Come on, intro. Don't make me stick in a blow me. Blow it. Blow it. Is now an American Girl store, and I'm like, what, Who in, the, what in the world is that? Uh, oh, sad face. We lost Drew. 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 <laughs> Man down! Somebody call the Skype police. Help! Help! <laughs>